All right. Welcome, everybody. This is the who knows how many uh, of these episodes that we've recorded, but uh, uh, this is the <laughs> Continuing the Conversation podcast with the Skillman yes. Church of Christ. And today we are uh, joined. Uh, it is John Mark Davidson, Dr. John Mark Davidson, and myself, Jake Jacob. And uh, we are excited hello. to have this conversation uh, because, and, oh, and Parker Davidson is here too. Uh, say hello, Parker. Hi. Wonderful. Uh, but we're excited because uh, today is a very uh, important day in some people's lives. Uh, it is May the 4th today. Oh, uh, man. May the 4th. May the 4th, which means it is National Star Wars Day. Uh, May the 4th <laughs> be with you. And everybody that's enjoying uh, the opportunity to uh, relive some of those Star Wars movies. Some some people might not have ever even seen them, uh, but I imagine most I, people have. It's hard have. to even imagine. It's hard to imagine there's people on the planet, well, in the United States, that haven't seen a single Star Wars. But I know they exist. Right. It's almost like the unicorns. You know, you don't you don't believe it till you. See <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I do remember when I was in high school, uh, one of my. Uh, one of the ministers at the church that I attended, he had never seen the Star Wars movies. And so uh, when I was a senior in high school, one of the things that we did was we sat down and we marathoned uh, through all of the Star Wars movies. And, uh, you know, it's kind of surprising because he ended up not liking them uh, because oh. we watched episodes one, two and three first. And, uh, you know, that's yeah. like uh, – just like they're just getting into CGI and stuff like that in the film industry, and he yeah. thought it was all kind of cheesy, you know. And uh, <laughs> so those people do exist; they're out there. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, Star Wars is not your cup of tea, uh, but the reason we, we bring all that up is because the Star Wars movies kind of have this ongoing theme, uh, which is a theme that here at the church we are starting to get into, which is the theme yes. of hope. Uh, Come one on now. One of, our, one of the focuses for the Skillman Church of Christ this year is for us to advocate hope. And that means yes. to bring hope to situations where people don't have it, uh, to lift up people in situations where uh, they might have been uh, brought low, where they might have been kept down. And we want to lift those people up. We want to mm -hmm. advocate hope for them. We want to let them know that there is something uh, that they can hope for for the future. And they don't have to be left uh, in, in the situation that they're in uh, by themselves right now. So, John Mark, tell us a little bit about what you think this theme is all about, about advocating oh, hope. Yeah. Well, man, that's a great question, Jake. I'm excited about this season. I think you and I have secretly been looking forward. I mean, not secretly. We haven't been kept in a secret, but <laughs> we have deep down been excited about this. When we were kind of tracking and planning for the year, uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, this is an experiment. We're looking at this year through the lens of seasons and rhythms. And like we had talked about, there are some churches that do a really great job of reaching out and uh, bringing people in. They're very seeker friendly and that's, that's fantastic. And there's some churches that are really, really strong at um, spiritual disciplines and spiritual formation and really going deep in, into teaching and the, the growing of faith. And there are also there are some churches that are really, really good at social justice and about advocating for for uh, those on the margins. And we, we like all those things and we think that all those things are very important. Uh, they're, they're found in Scripture and they're very they're a part of the, of the Christian life, all those things. And so we, we said, hey, let's try 
to plan the year to where there are certain parts parts of the year where we kind of lean into that uh, season, and not, not to forget the other other two during that time, but to orient our teaching, what we read, um, also what's taught, uh, the, the classes that are offered, and um, this theme of justice of advocating for the hope it is such a prevalent theme in scripture it's such a prevalent theme in um just the story of christianity that i think it's i'm excited to see where this leads i mean uh the old testament is so clear about this you know micah 6 8 i'm you know seek justice love mercy and walk humbly uh you know when when abraham was called I think a distinctive characteristic of the the Jewish people, this new tribe that God had given this uh, commission, this task to Abraham was to start a tribe that not only looked for the interest of themselves so that they could thrive and flourish, but the hidden detail in that call uh, in Abraham that God called Abraham, the hidden detail was that God called Abraham to not only look work for the benefit of their own tribe, but also the benefit of everyone else. That's, and it's who we are, where we, as, as our life, we need to seek the welfare of everyone. Every life is valued, especially those that don't have a voice. I believe for this world to be as God intended it, uh, we can advocate and, and, and really advocate for hope. So I'm excited about yeah. it, man. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I, I, you're absolutely right. Uh, when we were kind of building this calendar, we thought we could have our cake and eat it too. And uh, yeah, we, we don't want to be the yeah. kind of people who who focus in so so much on the, on the scripture and on Bible uh, that we forget about other people. But we also don't exactly. want to be who focus so much on other people that we like forget about God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. There's the reason behind it, yeah. And uh, you exactly. know, Jesus, the famous uh, scene where he's asked, what's the greatest command? And he says both of these mm-hmm. things, love of God mm-hmm. and love of neighbor. Uh, that that's the most important thing that we can do. And uh, so, yeah, I think we're looking forward to this. We're looking forward to seeing what God has in store uh, for this church. And uh, of course, I think probably the most difficult question that we could ask right now is how are we going to do this? Uh, how are we going to oh. do this right now? Because the world mm-hmm. has been totally flipped on its head. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, for most people in most places, uh, even to, to have a, a face-to-face conversation, uh, is difficult yeah. now. Uh, oh. So, what do you think about this? How how are we going to uh, attempt to tackle this? I, I I don't know that we have any answers necessarily. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what ideas do you have about uh, trying to do this in the midst of this COVID nineteen pandemic right now? Well, I think uh, that's a great question, and the, the short answer is I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I mean, none of us really know how the next uh, month or two months. There's so much unknown and ambiguity right now. But I am excited to uh, to see, you know, as far as the content that we as a church are going to put out, I really hope that it opens our eyes to some of the needs that are out there to advocate for. And I think it's been it's been really fitting that our series right now is on lamenting, uh, where we're almost kind of calling out. I like that definition that uh, that was that I that we kind of presented out there for lamentations. I forget who it was said by, but <laughs> Kathleen O'Connor, I believe, uh, is her name. But her, basically, her definition for lamenting is calling out 
naming what is wrong with the world and what is preventing human flourishing. Mm. So you know, that's step one. You call it out. You name it. You uh, expose it. And then comes the work of hope uh, where we believe that there is a force, that there is – no pun intended being yeah. May the 4th, you know, May the 4th. There is a spirit which we, you know, we, we give this force the name God or Christ that is working towards the reconciliation of all things where we can have the courage to do something about it. Um, you know, anyway, I, I, so I think that this season that we're in now of lamenting is going to prepare us for a season of advocating for hope. Right now we're defining what what needs to be changed. Uh, who are people who aren't um, being advocated for? Who are the people that are suffering even now in a pandemic? It, 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 uh, it's, it's a well-known fact that in a pandemic like this, it's the most vulnerable that suffer the most. It's those on the margins that are affected. Uh, I think uh, we were talking the other day, Jake, about, you know, there's different voices right now uh, that are advocating for should we go back to work or should we stay in the stay at home policy? And I think we were talking how it, typically it's the ones who have a stable income, mm -hmm. uh, the ones that maybe have a, a, a certain form of privilege. Uh, you know, we're the ones that are advocating, no, 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 let's stay at home. Let's be safe. You know, let's uh, we, we don't want to rush into it. Well, we have a steady income, so it's going to be okay. And it's those that have lost their jobs or who are living rent paycheck to paycheck. These are the voices that are advocating to get back and for jobs to to be. So it's, you know, have that balance right there. But um, it's exposing a lot this season that we need hope during this to talk about it. Anyway, what do you think, man? I mean, yeah. to add to what I need to add. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know I, I've been. Uh, just the stories that I've heard and mm -hmm. the people that I've witnessed and talked to, there seems to be right now a uh, a more compassionate and understanding stance uh, from mm -hmm. one person to another. Mm -hmm. And you know, it, it's it's tough to determine wh whether that will continue or not beyond this because mm -hmm. uh, if we get back into some kind of routine that we're more used to, uh, that uh, you know, where we're going back to an office uh, to work where we're, you know, we're driving all over the city and, and businesses are open and uh, we're able mm -hmm. to shop retail stores and things like that. You know, we, we might get further and further away from this, but right now there's kind of this season where I, I feel like people are, are able to see and understand each other oh, yes. uh, maybe in a way that they hadn't been able to before, because uh, there are people who, who have lost so much because of this, uh, yes. who are struggling and, now everybody has the the time to mm -hmm. hear them to see uh, how that's going to unfold in their lives so there's yes. a little bit of compassion and understanding uh that that maybe we didn't make time for uh before mm -hmm. this pandemic struck uh, but right now we've some yes. of us have some extra time on our hands and and we're able to maybe hear some of those voices or hear those stories uh, yes. and that allows us to be a little bit more compassionate a little bit more understanding uh, to those people. And I think uh, uh, as we continue through this, as we continue to uh, try to lift up those who don't have a voice, uh, that's going to be our challenge is oh, okay. uh, when we know so how our calendars and our uh, yeah. uh, the, the appointments stack up and stack up and we've got 
so much that we've got to do, but we still continue to allow time for the voices of people that we might have different experiences than they do. Uh, will we give ourselves time to, to listen to that? That's a com- that's, that is the right question to ask, man. I think that's that's the compelling question that you're asking, and I think it's a timely question. This is this is the time that we should be asking that very question. You know, when things already kind of start to get back to normal, that that's too late. <laughs> the forces to get back to the way things were going to be too strong. But I, I think it's so wise uh, to really intentionally think about that very question now. Uh, when we're still kind of in the midst of it because then it'll prepare us. And, um, you know, Jake, I, I've had the chance, the privilege of working with you for about three years. I love, I love, uh, you're, you're a great coworker. And one of the things I've learned about you too, is that you're always coming up with these lists, man. Like, like <laughs> you have these lists, uh, of like, uh, you know, we have an idea and then, you know, then the next hour you send me this like a five point list or something. It's a gift you have, man. I think it is amazing just how you can conceptualize. And I let me ask you this, man. Be honest with me. But have you made a list uh, that has to do with this particular uh, hope, this word hope, and you know how it could be, she could it could and be communicated to the to the wider audience? Yes. Uh, so and I can't take sole credit uh, for this because. Uh, <laughs> I have some some buddies that I rely on uh, as well, and so uh, just kind of talking through, uh, you know, what is hope, uh, and, and how how do we see it play out? I think especially for our purposes, where we're we're talking about advocating hope. Uh, so yes, you know, there, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about just kind of the 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 idea of the Christian hope. Uh, maybe we can talk mm. about that here in, in a minute. But uh, what does it look like to advocate hope? Uh, to move mm. from a place of being hopeless to being hopeful. Mm-hmm. And I, I have, I do have a list and I, I have to confess, uh, I've already told you this, but I've got to confess to our listeners at the top of this list. Uh, I wrote five theological stories about, hope, and then I proceeded to only write down four. So I don't know <laughs> what went, uh, maybe, maybe the fifth one is, is out there and our listeners will provide it yeah. for yeah. Uh, they, they know what the fifth one is, uh, but uh, I, I wrote five and I only wrote four. <laughs> so, uh, so well, let's hear there. the, the <laughs> let's hear the four five thoughts on faith. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I think I think all of these uh, show up in Scripture in some way or another, and I think they've yeah. also uh, we've seen them work out in history. Uh, you know, you could look at uh, different movements in history and say that movement was kind of you know this was a focus of that particular movement that provided people hope. Uh, but the first is uh, the idea of going from bondage to liberation. Uh, mm-hmm. Come and on now. In the biblical story, that's the story of the Exodus. Uh, yes. Uh, and, uh, you have people who are, who are moving from a situation where they are enslaved and uh, mm-hmm. they move to a situation of freedom. Uh, and so that's, mm-hmm. that's number one. Number two uh, is the idea of alienation to adoption. And so yes, you yeah. by not longing, uh, by not, uh, you know, you've come to a place where you are totally other. And by the end of uh, the journey of hope, uh, you are adopted. You are, uh, you belong uh, to, to that, uh, yeah, to that story. Right. Uh, number three hey, is the quick. idea of going, hey, real quick, from, yeah. I want to interrupt, man, but after you're done reading these four, you need to offer an invitation because I might <laughs> want to get rebaptized <laughs> after hearing this list, man. 
yeah. is that good list just, just i just want to give you a heads up man offer i may co- i may That's come forward after this perfect perfect i can't wait yeah <laughs> so what, we, we, what's number three no, I was just gonna say we haven't had to tackle that discussion of if somebody wants to be baptized during uh, COVID, you know, how would we do that? So this might be our opportunity uh, to have that conversation. We did, we did joke about uh, you know that uh, at the carnivals how they have that dunk machine where you throw the ball and the ball hits the lever and the lever dunks them. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. we had that joke that we put online. So that that could be an option, man. We need to rent one of those uh, contraptions, get a, a person who has good aim, and then. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. Yes, I cut you off, man. What's number three? That's all right. Number three is uh, moving from purposelessness to having an identity. Come on uh, now. So, uh, you go from you know you, you don't know who you are, you don't know what 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 you are on this earth to do, and uh, at the end of the story of hope, uh, you know where you know what to do, uh, you know what God has called you to do, and who who you're supposed. To. And then the fourth one is uh, to move from suffering to endurance. And I think yes. this, is, this is kind of where we are talking right now with the idea of lament. And, uh, you know, life cannot go back to the way that it was before the lament. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a new outlook on life after that uh, event. And so uh, the story of hope says you're going to move from suffering to endurance. Uh, you're ready yes. to endure those sufferings now rather than simply to be stuck in them. Uh, so those are my four or five, uh, but I missed the one. Uh, so we'll have to figure out what that is. Yeah, it's, it's good though. But man, after hearing that list, who who is excited about talking about hope? I am. I mean, I don't know, listeners out there, if you're driving your car, honk your horn right now if you're excited. I mean, if you're walking your dog, raise your hand and say, I'm excited right now. If you're washing the dishes, scrub that plate just a little bit more. Because I tell you what, man, that that right there, that's the meat of what it could be and, and what it is to be a follower of Jesus. I mean, all those things, man. Uh, you're talking about freedom, being en- enslaved, leading to liberation. Uh, talking about suffering, leading to endurance. I mean, um, I mean, and the other two, uh, they were fantastic, too. I yeah. can't think of them off the top of my head. But man, they were so, so good, man. And uh, we need to dedicate uh, – in these Monday podcasts, we need to maybe dedicate one episode per the four, and maybe by the, the fifth one, we'll, it'll come to your. <laughs> you'll That's remember right. what that fifth one is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be great, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be important for us. I think, uh, you know, I think you and I both think uh, that the, the specific Christian hope uh, it, it means that we as followers of Jesus are are trying to help bring this world from somewhere to something. Uh, you know, from from yeah. the place that it is now, something different. Uh, and I, you know, I heard uh, the word hope be defined as uh, a Christian hope being defined as working towards God's future. And so, mm. you know, part of the question is, what is God's future? And uh, uh, the answer, uh, I, I'm sure we'll we'll unpack this over the next couple of weeks and months, but uh, the answer is uh, one that probably is astounding to us in, in who it includes and who it lifts up and. Uh, whose voices are being especially listened to. And uh, so I yeah. think our task right now is to uh, start listening to those voices earlier, <laughs> start listening to them now and paying attention to the people who God is paying attention to in this mm-hmm. world around right now. Yeah. Um, I think that's so true, brother. And, and I mean, right now, if you were to just, and we, we'll get into it a little bit later, but 
who do you think are the voices that God is listening to that maybe we as and where we are uh, have failed to give credit credit to? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you don't have to go far in the Old Testament to hear kind of a uh, a trio of people who are uh, especially identified. So you've got orphans, widows, and aliens, uh, the people who are living in your midst that uh, aren't from the same place. They don't have the same history that you have. And uh, so the question is, who are those people in our society? And uh, the easiest answer is they're exactly what their description says they are. <laughs> they're the widows, the orphans, exactly. and uh, aliens. And of course, there are other exactly. people who fit uh, into that uh uh, that overall theme too of that don't have a voice, the voiceless uh, that we can advocate hope yeah. for and, and uh, start listening to. But uh, uh, you know, those three categories I think are, are really helpful uh, for us as well. Yeah, I agree too, man. And if you look at you take those three, you know, the widow and the orphan and the foreigner or the the alien or you know the immigrant. Uh, mm-hmm. I think um, if you take the idea behind those three and you you know, uh, put it into our context, it even is, is even more beautiful. I mean, widows today now, it's different than a widow in when the Bible was written. Um, I mean, a widow now, uh, we have laws that, uh, you know, sometimes widows are pretty <laughs> well off, you know, they, they have a great <laughs> retirement back, you know, they, they, uh, they live a good life. Um, uh, but, um, Widows in the when the Bible was written are a type of person that the the social structure of that day prevented them from earning income, from uh, providing for themselves. Yeah. Uh, women in the, when the Bible was written, uh, there wasn't the educational structure to where they could earn an income. So as a woman in that day and age, unfortunately, the source of income was the the male. And as a widow uh, who didn't have any male um, kids or any sons that were, were male, it was a, a death sentence because there was no way to earn income. So you think about that in this context, that widow, right? Who are people in our society who want to work but but the societal structure is preventing them? Uh, the system itself is so strong that they are – powerless yeah. uh, they can't even if they wanted to they couldn't so you know that really uh makes us think well who are these people mm-hmm. you think about the orphan the orphan is a person who is powerless like a child yeah. uh, uh who who doesn't have the experience or the knowledge or the means to take care of themselves uh, i know that um rebecca works for a fantastic nonprofit, our father's children who deals specifically with foster children? I mean, these right here, that that category, you know, that's the uh, the orphan, you know. And then you look at the foreigner, the, the immigrant. And I think if you were to take that into today's context, you know, maybe the larger view would be the other, you know, the person that's not like you. Uh, right. And so um, sometimes we get hung up on, well, yeah, you know, I, the the widow, I'll take care of the that that sweet old lady at the church, you know, who's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking that, you know, the, the orphans I, I give to the children's home or, you know, the, 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 the alien, you know, I support missions. Mm-hmm. But if you take, take the, those ideas and you transcribe them today, there's a lot of work to be done and there's a lot of 
hope that needs to be advocated for. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, the, and of course, those are just, you know, ideas of categories, right? There's all mm-hmm. kinds of people that uh, are, are suffering or who are being uh, directly impacted negatively uh, by people's actions. Uh, you know, you think yes. of uh, people all over the world who are trafficked um, and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, slavery continues in some parts of the world. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's people and there's groups of people all over. And how can we pay yes. special attention? Uh, to them, uh, and not just not just a, as a checklist, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you were saying, uh, you know, I support this 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 work or this effort, but how can I mm-hmm. make my life geared towards uh, finding those people and helping to lift them out of uh, out of their situation? Whether that's you know, if it's financially, that'd be fantastic. Uh, uh, but it doesn't have yeah. to only be financially. You know, how can you serve them emotionally? Uh, how can we serve them spiritually? Uh, physically, uh, there's so many different, so, you know, in, in some ways it's, it can be very overwhelming because there are so many yeah. people in the world who need help, but uh, uh, right. for us to simply mm-hmm. uh, create a mentality, to create a sense of compassion towards other people, uh, mm-hmm. and then God's spirit that we're God leads us, uh, we're, we're God, who the people that God has us interact with on a daily basis, uh, those mm-hmm. are the people that we need to start advocating uh, on behalf of. Brother, I think that's so true, and and it's too, it's people too who you know I think we as a, ourselves uh, we are some of us are in this category as well. I mean, if you look at that your first one. Uh, so, some of us like um, slave bondage towards liberation, right? How many of us are enslaved by our mortgage, or mm-hmm. by the, the the work that we chose, or by uh, this mentality that we need to purchase more and more and the status. And so the Christian message is a hope, right, where we can be free from those forces. Uh, if it, it takes an intentional choice and a discipline and fixing our eyes on, on Jesus, but um, some of us are also living forms of, of bondage from that, you know, this sim, uh, kind of a, a – a symbolic bondage to even like you had mentioned there still is uh mm-hmm. those in slavery in the world and the christian message says all should be free <laughs> you can be free let's be liberated by it um yeah. so yeah i'm excited man well i think we've got uh man we've got a, a great couple of months ahead of us uh, i know that we've got some thinkers and people in our church who are really uh, their minds are really geared uh, this direction. And so I'm excited to hear their voices, to hear their expertise, uh, their advice. Uh, I'm excited to jump in where I can and, and be involved. And I know you are too. And uh, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just excited for these next couple of months to find out uh, what is God going to do amongst us? Uh, who are the people that we're going to, uh, our hearts are going to be pricked uh, for us to pay a special attention uh, to these other folks. Yes. And uh, God's going to be working yes. amongst us. I'm excited. So uh, yes. anything you want to right, man. Anything you want to say to close us out or uh, or just keep looking forward to coming weeks? Brother, hey, this is going to be a fantastic conversation. I'm looking forward to this Monday uh, podcast, too, because I, you know, I think we have some interesting discussions ahead of us uh, in regard to Christian hope. Yeah, uh, yeah. What does it mean to have hope in the Christian sense? Uh, yeah. Do we believe that the Christ is working in the world and is, is heading somewhere where is that somewhere 
uh, I know you and me have kind of talked a little bit in the past about social progress, right? Um, And I think uh, you've been on the record before to say that you kind of think maybe it's a myth, right? And so I'm kind of, I want to explore your ideas more about that and uh, how does hope fall into that? So long story short, if you're a listener out there and if you're as interested as us on the subject, then we have an exciting couple months ahead of us in regard to this. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. right. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we'll be back next Monday with uh, uh, another conversation, another continuing the conversation on this topic of advocating hope. And uh, who knows, next week we may even dive in a little bit and talk about that theme of from bondage to liberation. And uh, oh, kind of see how- oh, yeah. See how that plays a role. So uh, we'll we'll say goodbye for now. Uh, We we appreciate uh, all of our listeners out there for uh, being with us. And uh, we know that you're doing your very best to stay healthy and to keep those around you healthy. And we want to encourage you to continue doing that. Uh, If you are a parent with children at home, school-age children, preschool-age children, uh, toddlers, infants, uh, know that you are in our prayers. Uh, You are doing a fantastic job. And uh, the Mm -hmm. summer is nearly here. Uh, which uh, means, uh, it probably doesn't mean that much will change, uh, but it does mean uh, that your kids are excited for the end of the school year. And uh, I know education is ongoing at all times, uh, but uh, know that you're doing a great job. And uh, if you're just one of our listeners and you're uh, at home, uh, know that we are thinking about you and praying for you as well. And uh, we're excited uh, for these next couple of months and I hope that you'll join us in that as well. Uh, Well, anyways, we'll wrap up, and uh, we'll say goodbye, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Hey, God bless you guys. Have a great week.